lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your dangerously dehydrated dingo. The dingo ate your baby? Yes, the dingo ate your baby. Did you ever see that movie, A Cry in the Dark? I have not. It was actually very good. It was starring the incomparable Meryl Streep. She can do no wrong. Um, hopefully she won't ruin it by doing something wrong after this podcast drops. But, uh, yeah, welcome back to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Um, if this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us and tuning in. If this is your second time, glad that you're back. And if this is your third or more, as TJ would like to describe you, you are now a lover. Welcome to the club. And, um, you know, we're here doing our thing. So, if you haven't already, if you are a lover and, or, and, or a listener... Um, you know that we didn't drop last week and my, you know, alliteration and my elevator will help, uh, give you a little bit of context as to why we did not drop an episode last week, even though TJ did kind of, uh, touch on it with our Instagram post. Yeah, I did. You did. Thank you for doing that. Cause I was, you know, knocking on death's door felt like. So dramatic. I mean, I, get, I learned from the best. Do you really? I mean, Yeah. Who's the best? You don't think you're just a wee bit dramatic? No, not at all. Folks, we're gonna. that's going to be our first uh, competition of the uh, episode. Who in here that's listened to 15 minutes of any episode of Lover's Quarrel and doesn't think that TJ is a little bit dramatic? Um, if you agree that TJ I- is dramatic, hashtag TJ drama. If... You think he's not, then you're going to say hashtag Danny's wrong. I think that that's fair. You would think that that would be fair, but your hashtags are trash. Okay, well, you can TJ's come up. drama. What was the other one? Danny's. Wrong. Danny's wrong. Okay. Danny's wrong. All right. Or, okay, they can put Danny drama. Whoever you think is hashtag Danny drama or hashtag TJ drama as far as who you think is the more dramatic of the two of us. You, sir, are Pisces. You are a water sign. And you're you a would... cancer. Okay, I, but I own my dramaticness. But you, you cry, are dramatic. You cry because it's beautiful outside. I like... don't cry because it's beautiful outside. You get upset for everything. You stub your toe and you're like, fuck. Yeah, because if anyone in the world stubbed their toe, they feel that way. You like... And I promise you that they feel that way. Again, you cry because... You seen a painting, and you was like, "I've never cried you know, over the beauty of a painting." I'm just that's how I cry that's how cancers do. Will I cry when I'm upset, or if I'm like, you know, I, I empathize with someone's pain? Okay. I might, but that's just, but that doesn't make me like super dramatic. You are way more dramatic than okay. me. It's how like, was how was your deathbed? Oh, that's, you know, was it okay? Well, that's my elevator, okay. so we can just transition to the elevator. Let's get into this dramatic elevator, drama king. Going well, it's going down and up. So we'll start with going down. Okay. Um, so go ahead. Last, pretty much the last two weeks, you know, been f- feeling awful. Um, part of my struggles since I've had the um, gastric sleeve surgery was literally like getting in enough protein, getting in enough fluids, because of course they want you to. 
ease your way back into solid foods. And so I was kind of like in the pureed stage, but I couldn't find stuff that I liked. I was struggling and I was stressed. And then it was time for me to go back to work. And I was really struggling at that point. And so what ultimately happened was like, I went to the doctor two Fridays ago from the time that this episode dropped. And they, you know, they gave me some some suggestions, some tips or whatever. And then it got so bad, y'all, that like the dehydration got so bad that I was just so nauseous and vomiting all the time that thinking about food, smelling food, being like just strong sense period made me want to gag. Um, it got so bad that I literally got sent home from work because my coworker caught me like throwing up in a garbage can in the back of my classroom. And from there, I just couldn't like, I don't think I've ever felt that bad for my, my women who've had children. If you've ever experienced morning sickness, um, just like that, it's no, it's intensified. Oh, it's morning sickness times times 10, 10. Oh, I've been there. Um, so does that mean that I can? You don't know what it's like to be pregnant. Technically, no. I could say I know what it's like to be pregnant times ten. No, according to you. No, you know what morning sickness feels like okay. times ten. You've never had someone kicking you in your okay. So I know. So I know what it feels like for the first trimester of pregnancy. That's when the morning sickness you've is. Never had your breast no be tender and hurting. My breast may be tender. Your breasts might be tender. It might be. I don't remember now. Oh, my God. So, anyway. So. So, that means the next time. So, that means if you get pregnant again, I could tell you, like, yo, man up. Like, you've been through worse stuff. No, you can't. Like, I've been th- I've been there before. You can't Oh, tell I can't preg- wait to have those conversations. You can't tell a pregnant woman that. Because you still have never For the first trimester, I can. Once you get to the second and third, you got it. No, you can speak to morning sickness. There are more symptoms of pregnancy besides morning sickness. But you just said it's 10 times worse than than being pregnant. Listen to the words. You can speak to morning sickness because I'm telling you that that's what it felt like. Outside of that, just shut your mouth. I guess. I, I know. Do you? I do. Because the only person in this room that's had a baby is me. So anyway, um, so the following Friday at this point, like I'm home all last week. I can barely talk. Like I'm literally, I say 10 words. I'm running to the bathroom and I have nothing left to give. And by the time I get to the doctor, my my scheduled follow-up appointment the following Friday, my surgeon takes one look at me. He's like, I'm sending you to the ER. So now I'm in the ER. I'm getting five, six bags of fluid. Um, You know, I got IVs in my arm. Um, I get admitted. But, like, no shade at all. It was some of the best sleep I had gotten in, like, those two weeks because I was actually, like, comfortable. I felt I didn't feel completely drained and dried out and so no shade to who just like other patients i guess because like the the staff there was like you slept well even with us coming in i was like yeah i was like because and i mean i guess no shade to tatum because i didn't have somebody going mommy i got a pee pee poking me in the face so you blaming tatum now i mean taking shots at at our daughter i'm not taking shots at her but no you did do you get better sleep with or without her with her You lying. I'm not lying. So when she's like crawling all over you and 
doesn't bother me. Maybe you just sleep through it. That's why. Sometimes I don't. She, if she's in the bed with me, you, plus she comes to me first anyway. Not a, I mean, sometimes. Most of the time. If you say so, because a lot of times I end up with her in my arms. Because I've gotten out the bed. No. Fuck out of here. It's been time that, she, that she's been with you. And I'd be like, you want to lay on daddy? And she'd be like, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? You're a hater. Or anyway. So. It's cool. I get, I get, so I about got, five, six. I'm going to play this tape for her so she can know how her mother was talking about her. That's fine. Okay. She's still, her mo- she's still a mama's girl. You don't believe that. You think she's a daddy's girl? 100%. I'm her best friend. Who does she call best friend? Because you've indoctrinated her. I didn't do anything. You brought her home one day and she was calling me best friend. And I just rolled with it. Okay. You're a hater, yo. Okay. She could be both. Um, So anyway, wild dehydrated fluids, hospital stay. Now I've got my arm is like laced with all of these bruises um, because of the IVs and being light skin. Um, But... Uh, you know, it helped me turn a corner. I went back to the um, the day we're recording this. This is my first day back to work. Um, I took it easy, but guys, I haven't, I don't, it has been so long since I felt that awful and for such an extended period of time, but I wouldn't have made it through recording an episode last week, but I am happy to report that I am on the men. Um, string cheese and low-fat deli turkey are my best friends. Uh, vanilla soy milk tastes great. So I'm trying, you know, new things. I'm on regular food now, easing my way back into the land of real food. And um, I'm just grateful that, you know, my surgeon, my family took care of me, um, that the hospital staff just kind of helped me out and that I was really just like focused on recovering like as much as it sucks to miss work especially at the beginning of the school year it's a pivotal time of the year I wasn't stressing myself out about it because I'm like I just don't have the energy but the main thing that's still left for me is that I I do tire easy still because I'm kind of like I feel like I'm at like 78% Danny as far as like recovery is concerned um but y'all it's just no joke if any of my our listeners lovers out there have ever been like hospitalization worthy de- levels of dehydration you know what i'm talking about um and it's just a lesson uh and something i wasn't planning with this surgery as a as an an imp an after effect i guess but it was scary and frustrating but i'm glad that it's now you thought you was gonna die over i didn't think i was gonna die but i thought that they were gonna tell me like, yo, like you can, like your organs are shutting down or something like that, like, cause, like, when they like when they drew my blood at the hospital, I've never seen my blood come out so slow. It was like almost sludgy, and but they took really good care of me, and I'm feeling better. So, with that, I yield. Way to feel better. We're- I never heard you go up though. Is that because you feel better now? Is, mm-hmm. is that your up? Okay. I'm glad you feel better too. I know you are. You don't. You can't. I can't what? Let's talk about it. It's actually a little bit of my relationship tip too. But, <laughs> but you right. can't. I don't think you handle it well when I'm sick or not or not well. Um. Sorry for the long pause, y'all. Uh, I don't think that I don't handle it well. I think I have an 
an expectation of how I want to help you and I'm shut out of it every time but I don't think that but I think I'm learning just to keep my distance and go see I don't want you to keep your distance but see that's the thing I think like you want to help take care of me in the way that you want to help take care of me versus versus like how I like to be taken care of not necessarily because even even this time I told you stay at your mother's and you didn't want to stay at your mother's. I did, but at the same I told time, I didn't jump, want to not... I said, stay at your mother's because obviously... And, and that was me learning that this is what you needed. So I'm like, stay at your mother's. And you decided that you didn't want to. But every morning, you went to your mother's house. So it made no sense for you to come home. I didn't want to... But I didn't want you to think that I was like actively avoiding my mind my mind's already made up about that so you and that's why so he wasn't saying it like babe it was it was nothing negative but it's nothing negative this is how you are able to cope and this is how you need to recover so stay but if that was it because you also said that's what i said but, but you also said that like you also said you have your mind i said you have your mind made up about how about like me wanting to stay Away from you. It but has it wasn't nothing a, to do with you. It, was, it has nothing to do but with staying for me. But it, I see that. To me, it's just stupid. Like, so you're going to get up every morning and go over there where you could just stay over there. Like, it makes no sense. Well, it made no sense in the world. Every morning, you wouldn't go to your mother's house anyway. So if you would have just stayed plus there. Tatum, I was trying to help be helpful if you, with that. Okay. My uh, elevator tip is up. Um, Going I am up. soon about to lose my, my job and... I'm excited for what's next. The next possibilities in life, so. That's that's good. I mean. You know, so. I'm glad and I know you may. You know, people may be like, how's that an up? You know, you got to look at the positives in life and understand that, you know, things happen for a reason. And in God's will, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But I'm just happy to get out of there and, you know. And, you know, I'm still going to do my job and just seeing how people are reacting. Um, that's another positive thing, at least for me, is just that, you know, I'm in a good situation in life. So I don't have to stress. Losing a job isn't stressing me out. I don't know if it's stressing Danny out, but, uh, you it's know, fine. as long as my bills are going to get paid and I'm able to find something, I, I have no no worries. So. Yeah, it's not. We we are a unit. We are supportive of each Unless other. Unless you're sick. Because I am the foundation. Okay. So when I'm sick, everything else comes crumbling down. Oh. Because I'm, I'm the rock of this line. <laughs> Definitely not. I mean. You're the pebble of this line. Whatever. But, um... No, I'm not worried. I have nothing but faith in it's setting you up for something greater than what you were having. So, and we've been through worse. Like, we've been through worse. We've had harder times. And this is just part of being an adult. It's, you know, it's whack, but it is what it is. Is that it for your elevator? That's it. Okay. Um, and with that being said, we're going to take a nice little uh, stroll down to the relationship tip of the week. Uh, would you like me to go first? I can go first. Oh, okay. So based off of this and what we were just talking about, my tip is don't let your relationship define who you are. 
Elaborate. It's a part of you, but it shouldn't be all of you. Like, don't be all in. Don't. Don't be all in. Yeah. And whatever. (laughs) You can't be all in. Like, your relationship can't be who you are. Oh, okay. Kind of like how when people like let Greek their letters define them. Sure, but yeah. Like in Greek life. Like your relationship shouldn't define who you are. Like if you and your partner were to break up, or 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 if you and your partner, you know, aren't seeing eye to eye, your 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 life shouldn't be ruined. You should be able to function with or without your partner. That you know, your partner is is an addition to you, but it shouldn't be all of you the core of who you are so it's like as opposed to being two halves making a whole we're two whole piece people becoming a bigger whole sure <laughs> okay i get what you're saying that's or fair. We, we're two holes and we're using pieces of ourselves to make a, a small part of us <laughs> it's like a, a circle <laughs> sure i don't know I don't know why it just popped it, um, into my head. Did you ever see... Um, oh, no. You remember in I Now Pronounce You, Chuck and Larry? Yes. When he was give, getting married, he was like, in the ring is like a circle. And he was like, kept talking about how they become uh, holes and circles. And stuff. Do you remember that part? No. Oh, my gosh. You don't ever want me to be great. Because but, I don't remember it? Or maybe you're not explaining it correctly? It's probably a little bit of both. But I like my logic at this point. That's what's up. So, are you, is that tip that's concluded? The, that's That tip... It's concluded. All right. It's a home run. Well, Grand not slam. really, because I told you that my tip was had to do with like our whole situation, and then you capitalized off of it. I don't so think I capitalized off of it. And it definitely felt a little inauthentic, like that wasn't off the dome. It but... was. Okay. I wrote this on Sunday. Look at that. Sunday. This wasn't something new. I've been had this. This is uh-huh. it's archived. Oh. Fuck out of here. Oh. oh. <laughs> Buckethead is. Go ahead. Let me hear your little relationship tip. So my relationship tip of the week is to... Based off of TJ. Go ahead. To, at times, allow your partner to take care of you. We are independent people That who, ship has sailed. Uh, shut up. I'm not taking care of but, you. You don't go to your mother. But your sister. also know th- his or hers... And your strength and weaknesses in that arena of taking care of a person. Like, you know, it's not that I don't like that TJ takes care of me, but it when I'm, like, not well, like, physically well. But sometimes, or even sometimes mentally, too. Like, sometimes TJ doesn't know the words. And so the last thing that a person that I want to do sometimes is have to tell you how to take care of me when I feel like shit. And that's the reason why so, I've conceded and but, I said, fuck this. But I have to, to appreciate the effort. Nah. And I You're need to. And, I, and, and, but, and also it's about, but you also in a relationship need to know and identify like your strengths and weaknesses. Like Exactly. You know that when, like you might know that when your partner is ill, like let's say physically ill, that they would really prefer to be left alone or they would like for you to kind of hang around them because they feel bad or whatever. So like knowing them, but they hate when people try to like, 
make them take all different types of medicine or whatever. It's like it's just like finding that balance. Or if somebody's like if you're having an emotional breakdown or you're having an um, emotional moment, some people want a nothing but a, a long hug and silence, and other people don't want to be touched at all. So it's like, but it's about letting that person like receiving what that person wants. Um, sorry, receiving what that person is trying to give don't you. Don't over here. But. <laughs> But also knowing that, like, if you're not necessarily, like, don't have the warmest bedside manner, then maybe you shouldn't try to, like, do a lot of, like, talking like, oh, you you know, you dragging it. You're not that sick. Come on. When I was sick, did it, like, maybe. So like, you're saying that's what I said to you? No, that's, I'm not saying that. I'm so, just saying in general. So are we giving these, these false. It's not false. It's an example. Examples. Because we're not the only two people on the planet. Some people do that. No, I get that. But I'm just saying. You got to put a disclaimer out see, there. See, TJ's strength is like, he will go, like, he will, like, he'll go get your prescriptions. He'll make That's sure. Like, no, listen. Because sometimes when somebody's sick, they don't want to get out of the bed. So, like, okay. he'll bring you food. I'm a doer. You're a doer. I'm a doer. But... At the same time, sometimes, like, his bedside manner isn't the best. But we all know TJ, and we know that that's not, like, shocking. So I have a question about that. Is my bedside manner not good because we've talked about the same thing 15 times? No, because there's been times when I've had, like, a bad cold. And, like, as soon as I get sick, and you'd be like, you need to take this. Here. And I'm like, I'm like, but, like, you'll, like, wake me up or something like that. I'd wake you up because I'm pretty sure earlier i was like you need to take this and then you didn't take it no i don't i don't come in i don't come through guns blazing mm, you You're, come maybe not guns blazing but you come in with on like you start on like pew pew like and all right so if i come through pew pew is that because knowing you you're gonna be like you forgot like but you when got you it. were sick and you're supposed to call your doctor you didn't call your doctor or when you're supposed to pick up your pre- you're supposed to pick up your prescriptions you didn't pick up your I prescriptions I went to pick them up they weren't ready No that's not the story you told me What? It was not. Oh. You was like I forgot. No. Yes, that's what you said. I'm just going by what you said, bro. Okay. Sure. But listen, but I've conceded. It's about, it's about Every time you get sick, I'm sending you to your mother. Get out. <laughs> Fine, and I'll just leave you with Tatum. That's cool. Okay. You and your no, best you friend. can take her ass too. Uh, oh, exactly. You see, <laughs> no, I'm I'll, I'll take care of my best friend. Exactly. Fuck out of here. You get on her nerves too. Everyone gets on her nerves at this point. So, oh, she's definitely watch your mouth. Not she's acting, you know, but she's doing that because I've been sick. I think. I think that contributes to it. Okay, with a little bit more of her sassy self. But we will leave that for later conversation. So that was our relationship tips of the week. Just, you know, be kind to each other, especially when somebody's and not feeling well. remember to be well. yourself. Listen, man, don't go in there drowning yourself in love and then you'd be left out. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to go to my uh, word of the week. Ooh. And what is your word of the week, my good sir? It is going to be apprehension. Okay. Fearful expectation of something. Mm-hmm. I'm apprehensive to assisting Danny. Okay. That's fine. So am I spelling apprehension or apprehensive? You could do apprehension. Apprehension. A. You know how to spell it, so go ahead. A-P-P-R-E-H 
E N S I O N. Spelled it wrong. Apprehension. Apprehension. A P P R E H N E N S I O N. No, you spelled it right, but. Oh, you was fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. He wasn't even confident, so. I have my reasons for not being confident at this moment. She was selling out the syllables, all that. Shout out to you. So you just you just want to throw me off? You just. I mean, it almost worked. If I, 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 honestly, I could have went with that more, and you'd have probably just kept on going. I like, no. But anyway, now we're going to go hear a message from one of our sponsors. Ba-dum-bum. This week's episode is brought to you by Reek from the Good Brother Experience podcast. Now, for those of you who remember, Reek was our guest on the episode entitled Well Travel Chicken, and which I believe is one of our personal best episodes with a guest or in general in the history of Lover's Quarrel. It's up there. And it's definitely one of our top episodes. We wanted to give him this slot to you know promote him because he's doing this show, first and foremost, by himself, which is hard as hell because sometimes TJ and I are here as a two-person show most weeks and we struggle so the fact that he's giving you quality content and something to think about and laugh about um for 30 to 45 minutes says a whole lot about the quality that is his show and he's raw and uncut and he's telling you it all so he's going to tell you about why black air forces are (laughs) the bane of everyone's existence but we just want to show love and support, and we appreciate his love and support of the Lovers Quarrel Show, and we want to do the same for the Good Brother Experience. So check him out. Make sure you tune in to the Good Brother Experience. Reek, shout out to you. And now let's get back to the show. All right, and we are back, and we have a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder where we, who it's from. Sorry, I messed up at the end. Yeah. But where's that from? Magic School Bus. <sighs> Is it? No. I don't know it's from Blues Clues. The fu- who the fuck watched Blues Clues? Nigga. Who the fuck watched Blues Clues? Everybody. How old were you when Blues Clues came out? I definitely wasn't watching it. I kn- but I knew what it was. Like you've never been somewhere and Blues Clues was on, and you never. I I mean yeah, it's a little stupid did you, dog. Did you know Blue was a girl? No. Oh, yeah. I was that interested in it. Do you remember when it switched from Steve to Joe? No, because Steve was touching little, was touching no, the kids. No, what's that? No. Okay, so why did they remove Steve he and just added Joe? Left and moved on. He like is like in a rock band or something now. Okay. You were just. It didn't have any black people in it. I wasn't watching it. Deprived. I wasn't deprived. They did have a black. First off, you were old as fuck watching. They did have black people on there. First of all, one of the main characters was the Pepper Shaker. So, <laughs> so Pepper Shaker is black. Yes. You're Just out of control. Interracial love. First off, I'm about to show you. I'm about to see when Blue Blues Clues started. So what if I watched Blues Clues? It wasn't like I watched it religiously, it came but out I knew in what it was. 96. Okay, so I was nine. So I knew what Blues Clues was because I was watching Nickelodeon. You never watched Nick Jr. in the mornings before Nick it, t- it switched to Nickelodeon. I wasn't watching Blues Clues. Whatever. This is cool. It's learning a lot about you. You're going to just cartoon shame me. I'm not. But I it makes ju- sense why you, like, dating me changed who you were. Otherwise, you'd have still been watching Blue's Clues. I got dumber. <laughs> okay. 
Got flyer. Yeah, definitely got flyer. I'll give you that. A hundred percent. Yeah, my kids were uh, commenting on like in my Air Maxes today. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise you'd have some fucking skippies on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fuck out of here. You're a hater. I, I gave you your credit. Nah. I just had to take you, a... You gave me an under, like an underline credit. I took a beat and I thought about it. I processed. Nah. Okay, and I made you smarter. Definitely didn't. I didn't make you smarter? No. I didn't make you more like knowledgeable of what's going on in the world? No. So why do you always ask me what's going on in the world? Because I know that you're going to read it. So let me just ask you. So that doesn't. But you don't make me smarter. I could ask anybody. Honestly, I ask you because it gives us conversation, something that we could talk about. I mean, that's why I ask you about like basketball. No. But I'm also interested. I like when you talk about things that you're passionate about. Oh, like bitches. Okay. Sure. Okay. You see how my, see how the octaves went up? Bitches. Bitches. Anyway. All right. Well, we got a letter. This letter says, Dear Lover's Quarrel, we sometimes hear about your daughter, so I wanted to ask, what do you plan to set up for her future, and what are some things you would want her to stay away from um, that you experienced as as children and adults, like jobs, schools, credit, bills, etc.? That's a great question. I think this is a really good question. Um, I'll let you take it off. My mouth is dry. You gotta get hydrated. I do. Um, I have my water right here. So for me, I want to see what Tatum wants to do, mm-hmm. and then I kind of want to push it. So like right now, she's in soccer. Mm-hmm. She was doing like gymnastics. Wait, but we're gonna probably try. We're gonna do that like free intro class to see if she's yeah. But into I, I, it. I'm just saying that we've been pushing, exposing her. We're exposing her to things. There you go. Um, That's what you helped me with vocabulary. Sorry to backtrack. Thank you. Um, as far as like schooling goes, um, I'm kind of jaded. I didn't have the, the best experience, and you didn't. Uh, I would say that for schooling, my method would be to tell her to like network. I really think it's all about networking. Do the internships, but it's about who you know more than it is. Anything Do, else? Doing it, doing a job anymore. Like, just because you have a degree doesn't mean that you're qualified. Because there's people with no degrees who has hella experience. Mm-hmm. So, um, with school, you know, I would try to find whatever's going to be the least expensive. So, that way she doesn't have debt. And I wouldn't want to go. I, I would tell Tatum, like, we're not going to go into debt for something. Like, we're not going to send you to USC to take up, a, to get a communications degree. You can mm-hmm. get that anywhere. Like, if we're going to spend the money, it needs to be for a degree. Like a specialized. As a, a specialized. Like, mm-hmm. this school is special for this, and it's a guaranteed type situation, mm-hmm. personally. Danny may have a different view on that, but. um, I, even though I'm a little less jaded about the education experience, I want her to, I, I pray you know, as an educator myself and just as someone who's loved learning all her life, that um, she has a, a, a passion for learning, whatever the, the subject may be. And I do agree. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, she, you know, have her go to a very expensive college for her to get a degree that is not as, that they're not necessarily known for or that is more commonplace. Um, but if she's, you know, if Tatum decides when she's 12 
that she wants to be a nurse and she or she wants to be uh, an engineer or something like that. that and like and she's shown and proved to me and TJ for from 12 to 18 that that's all that she cares about then sky's the limit baby girl like wherever we'll make it work but if but she then, wanted to do that I, I would push that like, yeah, I, that's I, I have frat brothers who are engineers I have yeah but that's what I'm so I'm, I'm agreeing yeah. with you okay so I'm just saying that I so I, I if she said that at 12 I would ask my engineer friend or yeah, my so nurses like shadow people and stuff like can, that can they absolutely do something like I think I'll be more proactive. Um, and I'm not saying that my parents weren't proactive. But it was just a different time. And I, I feel like what what I know now is more advanced than what my parents knew. Yeah, I, I, I was really fortunate because my mom was just kind of like a college whiz as far as like knowing the... the the ins and outs of the, the application process and exposing us. And we went like my high school, we went from 10th to 12th grade, went on mad college field, college visits and tours and stuff, went to the college fairs. And like, I didn't realize until now that like our nephews are going through the process and, um, other people's whose children are now going through the process like that that wasn't like as commonplace like it was very it was much, very much a given in my world but I realized that that was not the case for everyone else but as far as Tatum is concerned too is like I would you know education is always going to be important like you need educate edu- the two E's education and experience we I, I would agree with TJ like making sure but it can go either way bo- because both. She could not have an education. She could not go to college and be the best hairstylist in the world, or you know what I mean. Like but she still have to go to school. Yeah, I, I'm, but I'm saying. So I, I guess education can stay there. What I'm trying to say is that she doesn't have to go to college. She can go to a trade school and pick up a trade if, if, she, if that's if, what she wanted to do. If she if she demonstrates that she is beyond passionate about that, if that's like this is what I want to do, well, you're going to be the best at it. Or, you're, you know, and you're going to do all these things. Or maybe she does go to school because then she can learn the business acumen that comes behind it and then it help complement it. So I, I think the education experience is something that we both emphasize with her. Maybe TJ, the more experienced side, and I'm, I helm the educational side of it. And we, can I say I'm dumb? No, nigga. Just had to make sure. Shut up. But um, As far as jobs, um, I think from a young age, once she's able to comprehend how money works and stuff like that, I would kind of like, let's have these conversations. Let's have what this job pays, what taxes look like, what you can buy for your money. Bills. Yeah. Like, like home ec- I wish like realistically, but we, I agree in giving her like a home economics, like crash course, you know, self-sufficient. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because at the end of the day, people may be like, I want to make $50,000. I've heard people say that. And, then, and they're taking out hella taxes. So out of that 50, you may be left with what? 38? 35? Maybe. And now you have to live off live. that. You have to live off of that. But we're not talking about, you know, your rent. We're not talking about your bills, your, your utilities. We're not talking about. Dinner. We're not talking about. We're not talking about any of that other stuff. Movies, trips, things like that. I I think we have to start letting people know, kids, adults, whoever. But I mean, it starts with the kids. But you got to start letting them know these things so that way they can realistically think. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people are 
we're not as prepared, you know. We get these stories and stuff like that thinking it's going to be this way. And then when it comes, it's something totally different. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think another thing that I want her, that I think she's going to get from both of us, opposite sides of the same coin, which is also not just even like the, the facts of life kind of thing. But like, I think that there's a level of like, a little bit more maybe harsh realism that comes from TJ and I feel like I'm a little bit more of like an optimist. And so In what way? Because you would communicate to her that like degrees don't mean anything without experience to an extent. Or like no, I, or like I, I your wouldn't. experience you like you have a because of your experience, she might take on a more negative connotation with certain things but then my experience so i feel like she's but, gonna get but my approach and, and wouldn't be on other topics i understand that but my approach wouldn't be a negative my approach with with, with my daughter with my niece my nephew with anybody I'm, I'm talking to is always going to be this was my experience doesn't mean that this is going to be your experience mm. but this is what i experienced these were the pros these were the cons and kind of go from there mm. i have two masters and been having a hell of a time finding a job Mm -hmm. whereas maybe five years ago six years ago if i had said hey i have two masters somebody would have been like you're super qualified we want you at least give me the interview and i'm not even getting that Mm -hmm. but again my story always goes to eric eric got his masters and he moved up the ranks quickly but he also got it in his field so maybe you know what i mean like i went to school because i didn't know what the fuck i was going to do and i just thought that was the next thing yeah, there wasn't a lot of like focus as far as what you, what you would, what you wanted to do during those times. For the most part, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm proud, you know. I, I have my degrees. I, I'm accomplished you are educationally. Accomplished. Yeah. But it's just about meeting the other side. But I also knew that when I was going for the degree, I said I'm gonna do this, and it can either go positive or negative. I already knew that there's a chance I was gonna see this negative side. Mm-hmm. But I would never deter her or, or anybody from not doing it. But I would want to put into their into their eyes that, you know, maybe you don't have to go to college for this. Or, you know, who who knows? Tatum may fucking create the next app at age 12 or something like that. And she's getting all this business. Maybe she don't want to go to school. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how or what she's going to be doing years from now. So... What I'm saying now may change. School. I think I, for for the most part, I would still want her to go to school. Plus, because it's a, it's also an experience. I would, yeah, I would only want her to go to school for the experience. I didn't learn and shit. If it makes sense for her. I didn't learn shit in path. college other than networking. I didn't like. I met my best friend there, but one of my best friends. I don't want Will to be offended. <laughs> I met one of my best friends there. I joined the world's greatest fraternity there. Like, so I got those experiences. And I mean, if you think about all the people who didn't finish college, but, you know, founded Facebook or founded whatever, they all went to college and they, it all happened going to college yeah. for the most part. Yeah. And if there's a career that requires her a college education, then she should go. But I'm like, I don't, I just don't want her to, you know. Sky's the limit. Yeah, for me. it's like it's basically like whatever whatever you want to do, but know that you're gonna have to put in the work to get there. And another thing, I think I would I would want to impress upon Tatum as she grows to set her up for her future is understanding that 
she can't just like not do something just because she doesn't want to do it like part of it's really big is like with and I see it a lot with like kids and I know that it's difficult because kids can be stubborn and stuff like that but it's like kind of you know how like when they they say when you give a kid or a person tries a, a new food they have to should try it like at least on three different occasions before they really say like oh I don't like this mm-hmm. and that's something that I'm gonna like impress upon her which is like if you know, sometimes it's going to be things that she's shown a clear interest in or maybe a, uh, a, um, a oh, of course, I can't think of the word right now. Basically, like an aptitude for it. Like, she's she's good at it naturally. And I feel like that would be our responsibility to make sure that, like, we expose her to those opportunities and experiences to see if it goes somewhere for something she's passionate about. But there might be also things that we think would be a good fit for her that maybe, you know, 13-year-old Tatum was going to be like, I don't want to do that. Oh, and, no. but, but it's like, no, we want you to try. If you try try to go a few times, if you really don't like it, then that's one thing. But you're not going to ever tell us that you're not going to, like, at least attempt something. I, I can agree with that. And so that's because that's, I see that a lot with kids in my in my experience as a teacher. And it's so draining because it's like just being open to, open-minded to, like, experiences and to people that's something that I won't budge on as far as like that needing to be a factor that she has to accept. And it, cause it's going to make her a more well-rounded, understanding, empathetic human. Yeah. Um, one thing I would do is once she start getting, start getting allowances to help her with learning about bills and stuff like that, like making stuff like a bill. Mm-hmm. So she gets 20 a week. Then it's like, your rent is this, your this is this, and or like have her like like chores be like yeah this is this like this chore earns you this much money this chore chore earns you that much money and then you know it's that I think yeah service yields funds yeah because I think that would be something different free. yeah I mean my mother kind of told us like you know we had to do our chores for it, but I I kind of want to put it in into the lens of you got to pay for these things. Mm-hmm. So even if I did it monthly, okay, if you're getting $20 a week, it's $80 a month, your rent for the room is $10, let's just say, or and we whatever. Just like save it or whatever. So really, yeah, you're getting $70 a month. Yeah. So whatever it is, I'm going to take it out and I we could put it into a savings account or it can be into something. But I want her to be able to start. Budgeting. recognizing and, and budgeting yeah. yeah when i was younger that's, that's all we used to do was budget yeah. all right well we I get would... this until this week you know so we get we got allowance every two weeks my mother got paid so that means this has to last me for this long what can i how can i budget yeah. this my dad gave me 20 dollars a week for my allowance oh y'all get money 20 dollars a week anyway i was getting 20 dollars every two weeks well i got 20 dollars a week Balling. shut up and like most of the time it went towards food because it would be like, oh, I'm going to get something to eat after school at the bodega and $5 would cover my like afternoon lunch because I you know, couldn't eat the cafeteria food. And so that would be pretty much it. If I spent it on anything else and I would try to like beg for more, like I would say 97% of the time my father would be like, nope. But that 3%, sometimes he might, like, slide me an extra five bucks or something like that if I negotiated well enough. Plus, I was a good kid, so. But I hope that helped you out. I know, like, 
you know, and it's good because I feel like sometimes TJ and I, like, we have these conversations, but then also, too, it's good to know that, like, he and I are going to, like, tag team certain milestones, experiences from different lenses when it comes to Tatum. So, but and then also that we're on the same page with a lot of things, too. Yeah. Another thing I would tell her, I know Danny's trying to close it out, but watch out for your friends. Oh, God. Friends and, are and, and really, you know. I want to instill that Tatum. I want to. I want to instill confidence in Tatum, mm-hmm. so that way she doesn't feel like she have to do fuck shit because her friends are doing fuck shit. Or you know what I mean. I want her. I want her to have her own mind to the point that even if people are like you're being lame, she's like okay and like you know what I mean. Because yeah. peer pressure is hard, but you it's also got to watch out your friends and people don't. Their parents. Kids don't know how to be friends. No, you have to teach people, and you yeah. have to teach us everybody's not going to be your friend, and that it's okay. And I'm definitely going to be like, oh, you want to go to who house? Who live there? Where they live? What's their address? Yeah. My father used to ask me. He wouldn't like let me go places unless I gave him the address and the person's first and last name and their parents' name. Yeah. Like, my, neither of my parents, but I didn't like my that dad as was a child. always dropping me off. Yeah, I didn't like that as a child, but yeah. Nah, I want to meet your parents. I want to yeah. meet your parents. I want to come to your house. I want to make sure that this shit is... Legit. Safe and on the up and up. A hundred percent. I've totally and get I, it. I understand it now as an adult. Why my why my mother wouldn't want me to go some places. Yep. So shout out to parents. Tony Gregory, Ice and Laura, doing the damn thing. We have really good parents. We do. Yes, we do. So with that being said, we're gonna wrap this up. And now we're going to shuffle on over to the quarrel. What are we quarreling about this week? We are quarreling. Danielle. Oh, Danielle. We are quarreling this week about the comments that Fantasius made on The Breakfast Club. Um, so she was on The Breakfast Club, I guess, earlier this week, last week, whenever, recently. And... Essentially, Fantasia made the assertion that women need to let men be the leader in the household or the head of household. Right, right. And to give a little bit more context, two points that I took away from this that, like, one I agree with and one I don't. One point that she made was, like, in... There's a... And and not just black women but i'm gonna say women in general that who end up being having to be single mothers because of whatever reasons um have to be both both the 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 father and the mother in a lot of ways and they have to be become more resilient and more independent and stronger and with all of those things when another man does come around those women who have trying to find the right words to say the women those women who have had to build a very tough exterior because they've been handling everything on their own it's very difficult for them to let their guards down to be vulnerable because they're so accustomed to being the lead or the only person that's holding things down that she was saying that they kind of sometimes push away i guess a good man who wants to be become a part of this lifestyle versus trying to take over it or trying to change things um 
And so that was one side of it. And then the other side of it was kind of like, you know, the wife is the neck, the man is the head, but, you know, men have to be the head of the household, kind of like period. And that's the part you don't agree with. That is the part I don't agree with because I don't think that, I think just like we always preach on this show, relationships are different. And so there's plenty of households where you let the man lead and that's what works for y'all by all means. But then there's other households where the woman leads. There's other households where they both lead. So what happened in this household? I think we both lead in different areas. Hmm. Like, I think it's important to let a man be a man, but I also think it's important to... I mean, I think that's what she's saying. But I also think that there's other times where, like, I feel like in our relationship where you know that I am more qualified or the better person to do something. Like what? Like... Killing bugs. You got that. Sure. I'm the resident bug killer. Facts. And... That's me. That's that's my area. And then you are everything else. N- no. And you are the resident, you know, can I speak to your manager person? Cuz you get you get that's, like That's the only thing I do. I'm not I, that's all I do is kill bugs. I'm I I'm, I'm giving you examples. But I give and I just gave you one. No, that was a trash example. Oh my gosh. I'm 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 a leader of being patient with you and your silly self. But so, I think that I just think that it 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 varies. I think more than anything, it varies. I feel like it's like a co leadership in most relationships where a I, man will be like, "My wife got this. I don't have to be. I don't have to be the face, the voice, the head, nothing like that. She's gonna hold this down for us and our family." And then there's other times where no, my husband has it, and then that's what it is. But I think you're taking it. Further than what it is, I think she's saying like let the man be the man. As far as like, well, what does letting a man be a man mean? Because killing bugs would be come to mind, but we don't do that here. <laughs> I definitely kill bugs. Don't do that. In my absence. Okay, exactly. In your absence, <laughs> I've actually no, I've killed one recently. Okay, you have. Exactly. You're always trying to slight me. But if you had to, you would have me do it, right? Listen, blame my mother, not me. <laughs> so now you're going to blame my mother-in-law. Yeah. Terrible. I think she's just saying that, is, that there's women and men who's competing against each other. And, you know, I, I, I think letting a man lead is just allowing the man to be a man. Not, not saying, like, cheating or not saying anything negative. But it's like, if the man wants to do something but the woman is like dictating or or i guess what i got from it is that women need to be submissive sometimes sometimes they need to just allow the man to to do it and do you think men should submit sometimes sure but then the mean that th- goes back to like i think it depends on the situation co- but that's it's kind of like it's co it's it's but different areas yeah but i think what she's trying to say is that there's so many women trying to be trying to be the king. There's so many women trying to. There's so many women who's been independent doing it for so long that now they have a man, and they're not they're not allowing the man to be the man. And I think that that's different. That's what I spoke to before because that that's somebody who's got guards up and who have to be has to has to be more vulnerable. So and you're not just sick. Because of the- you're sick, and I wanted to take care of you, and you wouldn't let me take care of you. 
but not because I wasn't trying to let you be a man right. or, let, or let you. I'm just, just using. You weren't. I'm using that as an example. Mm-hmm. I felt like less of a man because I could not help my wife. Well, it's not my, not my intention to make you feel like less of a man. I, all right, but and I don't think there's any other woman's intention to to, to not allow a man to be a man or or or, or allow a so man I'm, to so, feel the way that he's supposed to do, but. That could have been an opportunity that you know what TJ is trying to help me. Let me let me work with him so that way he can feel the way he needs to feel. So I'm supposed to get care that doesn't necessarily meet my style of care that I like when I feel bad, or that doesn't meet my. If you would have stayed at your mother's house, if, wait, wait, when wait. I told you to stay at your mother's house, I would have felt like I did I did my job. And see, I thought it was. I thought it was more like you were trying to just like send me over there because that what because like you felt bad that I didn't want to be here with you, so that's why I was no. still coming back here. But th- so, so a- we didn't again, communicate that well. I did communicate that. I said stay at your mother's house because you don't feel well. I thought it was kind of like a passive aggressive thing. At the uh, time. All right, so exactly. So you're not being submissive. You're not even trying because you're trying to battle me. You're trying to be the king. I'm not trying to be anything. I'm just not. I don't feel well, and I know. But if you don't feel well, and I know you don't feel well, and I'm saying stay at your mother's house because you're going to your mother's house every day, so you're wasting the energy that you could have had staying at your mother's house. Mm-hmm. But you wanted to prove a point because of whatever, or or you thought this was a game and you were being challenged. I thought it was. I what I thought it was was that, and instead you made it. You you made the house miserable because what? Mm-hmm. I'm okay. I didn't think I made the house miserable. Right. Well, you made me miserable. I thought I felt like you were miserable because you wanted me to stay home and allow for you to take care of me, but because I don't necessarily like your nurse TJ isn't necessarily always the nurse that Danny needs. And that well, that never, that never. bothered you. I think that I felt like that bothered you, and that's why you were like, you well, go, just go stay with your mothers. That, that's not. That's definitely and not how, how we said it. That's. It's not how you said it, but that's how I received. I it. asked you, why don't you stay at your mother's house? Like, and I because every day you you would come home like it, it was pointless. Like, okay, but it was it wasn't trying to be the king, and it wasn't trying to not let you lead or whatever. But I I can understand that now with, with you know looking back in hindsight. That if that was your effort to facilitate my care, because you're like, you know what, you feel better at your mom's, you, you're going over there anyway, just stay there, and then I'll take Tatum, and we'll, and then we'll go from there. If that was, if that was the case, then I would have been more receptive to it. But at the same time, that we, that also means that there needs to be greater communication in this case on my part. But you know, also too, like not to try and make an, a, a total excuse of it, but I was feeling so horrible that. You know, you it becomes difficult to sometimes like sift through everything to to get the the point that you're trying to make. It's just like I just want to feel better. But coming back to the point, I don't. I. It's to me, it's like allowing someone to lead. It's just like allow the person who's the best for the job to lead, or who's best in this at this particular task, or has this personality trait where it's a strength. Allow that person to lead because it makes the most sense. Not just because he's a man or she's a woman. But I don't think that's what she was necessarily saying. I think that there was a time that a man was a man. And you know, 
a woman would never embarrass her man. She was always going to look out for her man. And so, for example, um, Shireen and Charles. Mm -hmm. Charles always tells a story about he was he didn't have no money. Friends wanted wanted to go out on a date. He went, but he went reluctantly. Mm-hmm. And during the date, Bill comes, all this other stuff. But before I know, before the bill came, Shireen sent him money. Mm-hmm. She allowed him to be a man. I I think that that's an amazing story. I I would feel confident that, that would be something that I would do as well. But or I would just. I don't or, think you would. Or you think I would just? T- well, first of all, I don't think you would have cared if you knew I had it. You you don't care if I pull my card out and pay the bill. I mean, I don't care, and that's. I don't care because we typically go back and forth, but I don't think that if I told you, Danny, I'm down, I don't got it, and you still wanted to go out, that you would have been like, I know you don't got it, but I'm going to send you the bread so that way you can, that way it doesn't look like I'm paying the bill. I I don't think that you would have personally, and if you think, if you're saying I'm wrong, you can say I'm wrong. I don't think that you would have even thought about it that way. You would have just been like, it, it's whatever, it's, it's, it's me and TJ, so it is what it is. I don't think... I- and the only reason why I don't think I would have done it that way is because, to me, that's not where your pride lies. Where it would be like, I'm in, I'm embarrassed because I don't have anything. If you know that like we are a team, we are a unit. If right now I got it, then I'm going to pay for it. And so, because there's in the course of our relationship, there's never been a, a time where you felt like... And if, if, we, if we apply that same scenario where you would, be I would like, just first of all i would have just put it on, on one of my credit cards and then i would have figured it out I, well that's one I, I, yeah all i'm trying to say is that shireen allowed charles to be the man that's that what moment, i'm saying yeah and i do not feel like if, if we were in the same situation you would have been like let me send tj the money so that way he can be the one to pay for it or or i probably wouldn't or, or vice versa hey babe thanks for sending me the money so that way I could pay for this. So that way it looks like whatever. That's all I'm saying. It's not It's not a negative thing. It's not a positive thing. I'm using that as, as an example. Because for Charles, that was one of the things that made him like, oh yeah, she's the one. And for me, I would say I probably would not have. But that's because the dynamic between you and myself, it to, to me, would have been you would not have minded if I took out my car and paid because you've like because we've been I, out with other couples i think i think you've paid and i've paid before but it, we've never went out when i did not have it i don't think you're i think you're missing the context okay the context is he did not have it he he, he was low on cash he, he did not have it but they had to go out because of whatever the whatever circumstances were and what i'm saying is that if we were in the same situation i do not feel like you you would have just paid it. You'd have been like, I got it. And and that would have been it. Would you, and w- do you feel like your pride would have been hurt by that? Not necessarily. Which is why I probably would have been like, I got it. Yeah. I, but I, I got you. Earlier, you, I, listen, I was giving you the scenario. That's it. Okay. It's a great scenario of like, a lot giving a man, a, a man the space to be a man. But all I'm saying is like every 
situation, every couple is different. And I just feel like there's moments where hundred percent no. you let a man be a man, and then other times. But sometimes, like you know, you, like you touched on this, and I wanted to say that you touched on like let a man. You know, so there was a back in the day, people would let men be men or whatever. But sometimes, not all men. Let me start with that. But sometimes. Letting a man be a man meant letting men do whatever they wanted and f- uh, all types of fuck shit towards women. And then that but also... I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not what Fantasia is saying. I I'm, don't think that's... Is, I, I'm, I'm saying... But what I'm, I'm harkening... I'm just... Let me say... Let me go ahead. My thought. I'm just harkening back to like that whole like, you got to, you know, back in the day or letting a man be a man. But there there was an abuse of that as well. And so and, I think that and that's I think that's the biggest issue. But and it's just I a think generational people, shift. Yeah, and and she talked about she talked she talked about it being generational. But I think people are taking what she's saying and taking it out of context. Mm-hmm. All she is saying is allow a man to be a man. Sometimes a woman just has to be submissive. Sometimes, and, and the way the way I see it is that sometimes a woman has to stroke our egos. Sometimes make us feel like we did the most outstanding thing in the world, even though it it, it wasn't that big. Do you feel like that should be reciprocated? Yeah. I mean, it can be. So that comes back to my point of like, everybody wants to have their ego stroked. Everybody wants an opportunity to feel like the guy or the girl in that moment because it makes them feel good. So when the moment calls for it, you let a man be a man. But, but then other times when, you, when, you have, when the moment calls for it, let the woman be the woman. Ultimately, I, I know. As but, far as like. But who's not allowed, who's not allowing the woman to be a woman? Basically, what I got from it is what she's saying is women are are, are not keeping men there because they want to be the man, as opposed to you know what. He want to fucking take out the trash. I'm gonna let him take out the trash. Because a woman could be like, I can do it too, so I'm I'm just gonna do it. That's that's what the, the the idea is. So if there's something that whatever that man needs to fill comfortable or to feel like the man allow that that's what i'm getting from that women have to allow the man to be the man based off of how he how your conversations are if he likes to cook on thursdays don't start cooking on thursdays if he want to take you out let him take you out i can understand that i can and it's, it's and and to me that's just not even like about letting a man be the man but it's just about letting your partner have sometimes everybody has their thing in a relationship and it's like if that's that that if that's that person's thing then let them do that because it's what even if it's small if it's minuscule whatever it makes them feel good and it makes them feel important and validated and we should all have those things that our partners give us grace or give allow for us in order to us to feel like to, to, to kind of put, put some, you know, be able to puff our chest out a little bit. And so to that, to th- in that sense, I would say, yeah, in, in that context that I'm giving, absolutely, let, you know, give opportunities for let a man be a man. But I also, I, but I don't necessarily like the word submit because I feel like to submit is to, to, to bow down like he like there's this a level of superiority and i don't think that there's a level of superiority I, but i don't i don't think submitting is necessarily that i, I mean a, a a a commoner submits to uh, to royalty that's like you know you submit to you could be the, submissive in, in in the bedroom if that's your if that's your bag so absolutely but it's that's, not always that's a one, negative it's one corner i feel like a lot of times we take words and we 
we put our own definitions, our own versions on, on what these words mean. So should uh, should men at times submit to their woman? Yeah, why not? Okay. I've never said that they can't, but we're talking about allowing men to be <laughs> a man again. I'm with, I'm with Fantasia on this. Let men be men again. I am with myself on this. Let men be men and let women be women as far as women co- are women. co-leads. Just be co-leads. Somebody sometimes somebody takes a back seat and the other one drives and then sometimes it's the other way around. It's like a woman who wants to celebrate Father's Day because there's Well, some I don't mother. agree with that. Because there's Mother's Day. Yeah, I get that, but I feel like there's a there's a, a shift in that too. People are moving away from that because it is very petty and it is unnecessary. Well, Father's Day petty. is well, so are men. Fathers highlight them are highlighted on Father's Day, mothers are highlighted on Mother's Day. More than anything, you just don't have to broadcast it. Like if that if if your kid, if your grown child gives you a gift on Mother's Day and Father's Day because you were a single parent, bless your heart. But you don't have to broadcast it. But that's just how I feel about all of that. You got it. Are you submitting? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm submitting. All Being right. submissive. All right. You ready to wrap this sucker up? We can wrap this up, folks. This has been yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel. If you like what you heard, please make sure you subscribe, like, share, follow, tag. We are on all social, excuse me, all streaming platforms, uh, podcast platforms. So make sure you find us and do your thing. And listen, please go on the podcast app and rate us. I don't care if you give us one star. Yeah. Give us a one star and tell us what we need to do better. Give us a three star and tell us we need to do better. Give us a five star and tell us what we need to do better. Mm-hmm. But the ratings help. It helps us get better. It helps us know what we need to work on, what you like, what you don't like. And, you know, opinions matter. Yes, we, we care about them a lot. And in, um, in addition to, you know, sharing your opinions that way, you could always DM us or comment on our post. And you follow us on Instagram at Lovers Quarrel Show. Or on Twitter at LoversQuarrel7. Or, of, cu- of course, you can always email us at LoversQuarrelShow at gmail.com. Um, with that being said, this has been another episode of Lovers Quarrel. As always, I am your girl, Danny, And I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss. We fight. But, but we, we love. love. Bye. bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor, go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process.